www.disneytimepodcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Disney Time Podcast. I'm your host, Micah, and joining me today are my co-hosts, Nelson. Hello. And Rissa. Hello. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Doing good. All right. So um, on today's episode, we are going to be talking about D23 Expo 2019 planning. So, And also, we're going to be talking about the changes that Rissa has noticed from D23 Expo 2017 until now, which is the 2019 version of D23 Expo. So um, first, let's talk about D23 Expo itself. So what is D23 Expo? Um, Rissa, do you want to explain to our listeners what it is? Yeah, sure. So um, if you all don't know, I mean, you should since you're Disney fans, but if you all don't know, um, Disney created um this fan club uh back in 2009 um and shortly after they i think it was in 2011 they launched their own expo um so it's basically like a a disney version of comic-con uh san diego comic-con um it featured all disney projects um ranging from parks to disney legend ceremony to um, all of their animation and live action studios that they owned. Um, and it's every other year. So it started in 2011, uh, then 2013, 2015, 2017, and now 2019. Um, I've been to all of them since 2013. Um, so it's gone through a lot of different iterations. Um, they've definitely changed through the years and it's gotten a lot bigger than it used to. So looking back to 2013, um, actually, so let's let's say that this year is actually the the 10th anniversary of the D23 fan club. Yes. Um, so I'm I'm assuming they're going to be celebrating that as well at the expo. Is that right, Rissa? They should be. Um, I know that they've had a lot of different events throughout the year um, already commemorating its 10th anniversary. Uh, they've also had a lot of Instagram posts and, and different things. I think they have a section on the floor um, and they might have some meetups for gold members, but I'm not really sure since I'm just a general member. All right. So, Nelson, this is your first D23 Expo, right? Yes, it is. Believe it or not. It's also my first one, too. So, you know, it's exciting. Oh yeah, I'm pretty excited. I, I tip, the only cons I've personally been to are for anime. Okay. So I mean, I guess I have that experience to to uh, draw from. Yeah, to draw from. But yeah, never a Disney uh, convention of any sort. So looking forward to this one. So yeah, it it seems like a lot of planning is gonna be going into this on behalf of us. I mean just the the event goers um what does that i mean what does that entail rissa what is planning for going to one of these conventions entail um so if you've never been to like a a big kind of theme convention um and this is your introduction to it um i would say definitely uh visit 
the D23 official uh, website. They have a, a section for the expo itself. They have a lot of helpful guides there, and they have a Know Before You Go series on YouTube. Um, they have all the information that you possibly need, especially the rules and regulations around overnight lines and what you can bring, what you can't bring. Um, so I would read that over quite thoroughly. They also have a series on what you should pack and what you shouldn't pack um, because they could prevent you from going in. And once you're like, this is line con essentially. So <laughs> everything is a line. Um, brace yourself for that. Uh, don't get frustrated with other people. Um, definitely honor the line because you're going to be amongst your own family, basically. Um, that's one of the, the great things about going to these types of conventions. You're amongst your people. Uh, so you, you find a, a sense of camaraderie. So don't be afraid to make friends. Uh, there, you learn a lot more just by talking to other people because you can't see everything all at once. There's a lot of different panels going on at once. So yeah, talk to other people. You'll learn, you'll learn a lot of information and meet new people and have a lot of fun. So Nelson, does this all sound familiar to you since you've been going to some anime cons? Oh yeah, uh, this I, I would think this is pretty similar to what I have experienced, but I have never done an overnight line. Um, I haven't been to a panel that required such a, uh, such planning, so um, this will be definitely a first for me. But um, yeah, still looking forward to it. So one question I had, Rissa, um, if if you say you don't plan or something like this and you're going to be going to this convention, you are like a first timer. Do you think it would be overwhelming or do you think there it would still be like a fun experience for you? Yes and yes. Um, so back in 2013, it wasn't as large scale. I mean, obviously, they still had overnight lines and all the other stuff, um, but the crowds were way calmer. Um, and yet I still felt overwhelmed. So with the acquisition of all of these studios, with the acquisition of Fox and, you know, Marvel getting so big, Lucasfilms getting super big, you can just feel the buzz around this convention. So you definitely need to do your research before you, you go to this convention now anyway. Um, but there's a lot of activities on the floor. Uh, if you can't find yourself going into one of the big panels, um, Hall D23, if you know things about uh, San Diego Comic-Con, Hall D23 is the equivalent of Hall H. So uh, they basically, in these convention centers, they have big ballroom halls that they divide by letters. Um, Hall D is their biggest ballroom, and it's so big that they have their overnight queues downstairs in a sub-basement because they have nowhere else to put them um, in the Anaheim Convention Center. Because unlike uh, San Diego uh, Convention Center, they don't have a big lawn to have people at, so it's in a sub-basement. Um, if you're planning on doing an overnight line, um, I would probably look into a lot of different articles on what you should do, what you should pack, um, especially since it gets really, really cold there, and they never turn off the lights. So it's, like, super bright. <laughs> hmm. All right, that's pretty interesting. Um, so, let's talk about the, you know, the fact that there's all these acquisitions that they that they did, especially with Fox, and they have Marvel that's going to be represented a lot here. 
Um, I heard they're going to have things like The Simpsons and some other Fox uh, representation at D23 Expo. Um, do you think it's going to be like a big representation or is it going to be kind of smaller? So if you uh, actually pull up the D23 Expo app, um, they just released this app, uh, this app uh, a few days ago. Um, you can actually see the, the floor, the show floor plan, um, mm. and all the s- big sections that, they, that they'll have um, from sponsors to their actual, um, like their actual company. So uh, you, can, you can see all of the different sections and how big the halls are and all that. And there's three floors, so you have a lot to look at. So um, I know you were mentioning that there's a lot of buzz uh, going around this this uh, expo coming in. Uh, do you think it's going to be a lot of mixed fandoms that are going to be um, attending this con this year? Um, now, especially now that there's you know a lot of Star Wars going on. Oh yeah. It, it seems yeah. like it seems like some people that are Star Wars fans aren't really Disney fans, but they're just Star Wars fans, you know. Yeah, we. Um, and, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say, and that, and it seems to be like that with a lot of Marvel fans too, um, that they're not really Disney fans, but they're Marvel fans, you know. Yeah, so we actually saw that last expo. Um, people that are those fans know when those panels are gonna be, so you don't see them on the other days. Um, you basically always see them on Friday or Saturday when that big panel is. So that's why I'm a little nervous about what they did with this new panel so that's a a change that they they have this year in previous years they had an animation panel separate from their live action panel um this year they combined that so it's their animation studios their marvel lucas films uh disney live action all in one big panel on saturday morning um so i anticipate that crowd to be quite crazy and and a mixed bag of fans Especially okay. since what they revealed in 2017. Um, D23 Expo in 2017 was a week before uh, Comic-Con. Oh. And they dropped the first uncut footage of uh, Infinity War at D23 Expo. Uh, and they had f- basically almost the full cast show up on stage. And they had zero presence at Comic-Con that year. So, um, after that kind of buzz, I think we're going to see kind of that craziness transfer over, but who knows? Because they announced a lot of big things in, uh, Comic-Con this year. Okay. Yeah. They, they kind of did. They, they gave us a lot more than what you've saw in previous years, right? Yeah. So, um, let's, let's talk about, uh, what, so we have two day passes for Friday and Saturday. Um, and they announced the lineup and it looks like on Sunday, they're actually going to be doing the parks panel, right? Yeah, that's new too. That's a new one. Um, so let's talk about what we wanted to do. Um, Nelson, what are some of the things that you're looking forward to for Friday, Saturday when we're going? Um, so pretty much the big thing that I wanted to be a part of was the behind the scenes, which is this big panel that's going to happen on Saturday. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much my primary um, 
objective or the, the, the thing I really wanted to do the most and um, everything else kind of was just uh, an added bonus so uh, I and I didn't even know what was really gonna what they were gonna show up until they released the schedule and um, I mean they have of course well other than the Disney plus I, I knew that was also um, a panel that they were gonna have and I think we are the two of us are gonna see that right um, but some other things is uh, they were going to have a separate screening for the high school musical, the series, the musical or something like that. <laughs> yeah. It says uh, Disney plus screening high school musical, the series. Yeah. yeah. So that I'm like, Hey, I doubt uh, Zac Efron and Vanessa are going to be in it. <laughs> on, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I'll admit it. I, I grew up with uh, High School Musical, and I loved the heck out of it. I knew all the songs and dances from the the very first movie. I was very much into it. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of a nostalgia factor, I guess. It's, it's kind of weird to say that. But, uh, yeah, I'd be interested in going to see that. Um, and also listed here, they have the musical Journey of Aladdin. Like, oh, I mean, oh, wow. Aladdin's definitely one of my favorites. So I wouldn't mind seeing that. And I mean, I wonder if they're going to show or um, like uh, showcase um, all three versions. So there's the original animated, there's the actual Broadway, and then the newest is the live action that just recently came out. So I wonder if they're going to show, you know, a little bit of each, maybe focus on one, two, not sure. But I definitely would like to see it if possible. Yeah. And So, so that one, I think they actually have people from each oh Uh, wow yeah so i think uh scott winger is he's one of the hosts the co-hosts of that panel so it's one of the reasons i want to go to that panel too oh that actually sounds pretty interesting yeah and then one more on saturday it's the secret walt disney company project like it's hush, oh, hush. that could be <laughs> anything <laughs> so i mean yeah heck yeah i'd like to try try and uh, get in if that's possible yeah i mean that that sounds pretty interesting to me too and um just uh, for me i personally just want to go and experience it i don't really uh have anything in particular that i wanted to do other than i i really wanted to see the disney plus showcase because i wanted to see pretty much what I'm going to be paying for, you know, like, cause I wanted to buy into it. So I wanted to see their, you know, what their showcase for it. Sure. As, as well as that behind the scenes, Walt Disney studios one, that one sounds really good. Um, it would have been nice to see the parks one, but you know, that one's going to be, you know, once they break the news, it's probably going to be, the news is going to break all over. The yeah. Social it's just going to blast through the internet. So. Yeah. 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 So we could just pull out our phones and see what they have to say. Right. Well, that so, could be uh, said with these other panels too, but <laughs> that's true. But I well, mean, it's it's yeah, not the ones that have clips. Oh, true. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're not gonna break the clips, but the news they probably break, right? Right. I mean, as much as they can. Yeah, yeah. Whatever they can do, you know. Um, so, Rissa, why don't you talk a little bit about the some of the changes that were made for this 2019 year because i know you were saying it's different it was different from 2017 they made a lot of changes yeah so typically on a friday um legend ceremony is where it it usually is but i think their animation panel is typically in the afternoon 
So I think Kay and I usually find ourselves um, walking the floor up until um, the Disney Legends lets in, and then we load up for the animation panel for the afternoon. Um, And then on Saturday, it's usually the live action in the morning and then parks in the afternoon. So that's why we never actually get to go into parks, because we do the overnight for um, the, the live action. So Sunday is usually just a sleepy Sunday, doesn't usually have anything. I think they were trying to draw a crowd, but if they wanted to do that, they should have announced the schedule sooner so people would have bought the three-day tickets. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, it, they definitely changed the schedule, and they introduced Stage Pass for Hall D23, which is a wrench in my plans. <laughs> so... In in past years, um, you could only do stage pass for all the other halls except for Hall D23 um, mm-hmm. because it's hard to regulate that plus gold members because um, they have a separate queue for gold members uh, lining up. They get to basically cut the line, get the wristbands, but they still have to stay in the overnight line, but they get priority and they like block off two sections of the of the tape. Um, so I don't know how stage pass is going to play into this. Maybe they're going to section off even more. Um, so we'll see that how this goes. Um, in terms of stage pass and like what else they changed, they changed the way that the badges are. So this year they've introduced RFID to the badges. And basically your names are not printed on the badges anymore. Uh, you just have a badge number on the back that you have to activate. Um, in order to get in and out of the hall um, and show floor and everything, basically. And they're warning you, if you don't activate your badge and if you don't tag out, um, they might not let you back in because they think wow. you're still inside. Um, so when you're, when you're leaving the show floor or any uh, activation, make sure you hear that chime when you tag out. Otherwise, they won't let you into other things. Um, but they will have a help desk, and I anticipate that line to be super long because this is new technology for them. So I also saw that you can load your badge onto the app. Is that another method for tagging in and out if you're using your, you know, NFC on your on your phone? Would that I don't. Work? I don't know. Um, I'm not really sure because they haven't really released all of the information regarding the badges and activation. Um, I personally haven't even received my badge. Uh, they supposedly mailed them out on th- on the 5th, uh, but they said they're going to release an email on the 12th how to look up your badge ID number if you haven't received your badges yet um, because they are allowing online reservations, which is also a new thing for Stage Pass, Talent Pass, and Store Pass. Um, so Stage Pass is, like I was saying, to get into panels, um, talent passes for autograph signings and uh, meet and greets. That's the only way you can get into those. Um, and then store pass, uh, it's for getting into a store at a certain time block. It's basically a reservation. Um, it You can still get store pass and um, stage pass on the floor. They'll have booths there that on the map you can see where it is. Um, so if you miss the online reservation, you can still try that, or you can try standby lines. Um, but 
always those aren't guaranteed. But talent pass is the exception where you do need a talent pass to to meet and greet and get autographs. So for these passes that you do online reserve, like you get them online, do you have to pick which ones you're going to get them for when you sign up online? Yes. Um, so like, so like I'll go online and I'd say, oh, I want to get the stage pass for say like Agents of Shield panel. Mm-hmm. Then so, you'd go online and then sign up for that particular one, right? Yes, uh, and the rule around the stage pass is you can only get two per day. And okay. each one has to be a separate hall. So you can't get two for Hall D23 or two for the D23 Expo Arena. You can only get one in Hall D23 and one in D23 Expo Arena or Stage 28 or whatever. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so this is pretty interesting. Um, how many like how many store passes, how many talent passes can you get? Are they restricting those two? I know that... St- uh, store pass is one store per day. Um, wow. I'm not sure about talent pass. So how how often do you are you going to need the store pass? Because some stores aren't going to require that, right? Um, so including the overnight line for panels, there is an overnight line for the show floor. Um, that line actually gets really, really long because they have early morning giveaways at different booths. Um, similar to comic-con if you're trying to get exclusives you will want to be in that overnight line if you're all about collectibles that's the line you want to be in because these booths sell out and they don't have restricted um limitations per day like how some booths in comic-con do um so yeah you kind of have to choose what you're really prioritizing for the expo whether it's merchandise or panels um because they, they will have like pretty nice merchandise in each of these stores, but exclusives sell out really quick. So what kind of exclusives are we talking here? Are we like Funko Pops or are we talking like, you know, plushes or um, shirts? or Sometimes they're shirts, sometimes they're hats, sometimes they're enamel pins, sometimes they're like backpacks, sweaters. Uh you don't typically see a lot of uh, Funko Pops, um, more so Vinyl Nations. Okay. Um, yeah, so you'll see a lot of different merchandise. Um, some of them have already been uh, advertised on different blogs and by D23 also, so you can check that out online. So what do you think, Nelson? Are you, um, you going to try to get any of these like store or talent passes? Um. I mean, I wouldn't mind trying to just at least check out what ava- what's available on the the store panel, uh, the store passes. But uh, I mean, I'm also just just uh, okay with just walking around, just perusing what I can do. So it's not right. really high on my list. That that's more on the panels. But uh, yeah, I'll see what's available. Yeah, that that was kind of my thinking too. You know, I I kind of want to just explore. You know, walk around and see what's what's going on. Maybe talk to people because, you know, there might be some interesting people there. Yeah, you never know who you're going to see. Yeah, so mm-hmm. there's there's actually a lot of different stages on the show floor as well. So it, it's really loud um, because they have, like, the Oh My Disney booth where there's always people talking and yelling at you. Um, <laughs> there's, like, random trivia. Then they have the Marvel Studios stage where they're doing trivia throughout the day. Um, so there's like a lot of different like mini stages throughout the floor where it's like a lot of th- different things happening. So 
if you're kind of that type of person that likes to see a lot of different things, just walking the show floor um, for your first con, that's why I'm saying, like, if you don't get into all the panels, there's a lot of different things that you can do. But just be prepared to stand in lines because everything will have a line, especially the things that matter, like photo ops and like demos and um, free coffee. They all have lines. Line con. Yeah. Well, I mean, for me, it's just interesting to walk the floor and, and see what's going on, you know, and then, you know, maybe bump into people that are, you know, podcasters like us or vloggers or something you know oh and you'll also see a lot of people in cosplay so if that's your thing too oh man right in front of the hilton they have like professional photographers trying to get pictures of of different people and different things and um last year it was weird because or not last year but last con or expo they had a whole bunch of different spider-men and it (laughs) was weird because it was a d23 expo and there's, like, all these different Spider-Men, like, right by the fountain in the front of the convention center. So that was pretty cool. So is this, like, into the Spider-Verse Spider-Man, you know, like that? Um, no, I saw that more at Comic-Con this year. But, no, it was okay. just, like, different types of Spider-Men. Like, they were um, just their, just his different costumes, not necessarily, right. like, uh, the porky, uh, this, the pig one, the noir right. one. Yeah, no. Right. Okay, yeah. So, Nelson, are you going to go uh, cosplay? Uh, no. No? Okay. How about you, Rissa? Are you going to Disney bound? Oh, no, definitely not. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't thinking of it either. I was just, you know, trying to see if either of you were going to do that. No, I, I typically go with my graphic tees. Okay. Graphic tees sound good. I, you know, like, I want to say a good 50% of my shirts are Disney related. So. Yeah. Yeah. Easily. Same here. Yeah, yeah exactly. All right, so, I mean, that seems like we covered the basics of D23 Expo here. Yeah, um, one last thing. I would definitely suggest that you bring a, tr- a phone charger. Okay. Um, <laughs> bring water. They don't, like, prevent you from bringing water. They say no outside food or drinks, but definitely bring your water bottles. Um, so, like, a hydro flask or something? Yeah, yeah. And then um, also download that app. If you have a smartphone... It's very helpful because you can star all of your favorite things and it'll notify you. Wow. It's very smart now. Yeah. And if you get lost, there's a map. Um, but I would suggest taking a screenshot of the map if you're really, really lost um, and you don't like lugging around the books. Uh, because with all the people concentrated in one area, it's kind of like when you're in the parks trying to get signal. So, oh, Wi-Fi. Yeah. And then the LTE, too. Yeah. So if you're doing an overnight line, you're put in the basement. So you might want to bring a book. <laughs> like a, That's a pretty smart idea. Actually. actual book. <laughs> yeah, like a physical book. Yeah. Or an e-book or that's an already e-book. downloaded. Yeah. yeah. Just stuff that you can do offline. So. That's pretty Back smart. Back in the 90s. Oh. <laughs> I know, like <laughs> and the thing that you would take for granted is sunscreen because you're like, oh, I'm inside all the time. Uh, but sometimes you're going to go outside for various reasons. Uh, Southern California sun. So harsh, yeah. harsh. So um, another thing that I saw that Kay mentioned that we bring is those little um, chair stool things. Oh, so there's their the, life. The foldable, yeah, the foldable yeah, stools. The foldable one that's small. You can put on a backpack or something. 
Yeah. Uh, the, that I would think would come in handy for lines, right? Oh, yeah. Even if you're not in a line, um, seating is very hard to come by. So you might find like random tables to eat at, but no chairs. I've, I've, I remember at when I went to Fanime the one year I did, <laughs> a lot of people were like sitting on the floor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just they always on the do. Floor. Yeah. And like even sleeping on the floor. Yeah, it's so, kind of gross. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, man, people are grody, man. They're just like all on the floor. Yeah. So get those. Those are good. So what about like a sleeping bag or something? You think that's suggested? Um, I would suggest, uh, an air lounger or a pool floaty, like, um, mm. one of those. Kay and I did that one year. It was, we just went to like, uh, Walgreens and we got these really nice floatables, like inflatable, uh, pool toys. And we fell asleep on those. Um, by the time we woke up, we were on the, on the concrete floor though. So, um, oh, so it didn't even make a difference. I mean, like they well, only last so long. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, because of the air. Those aren't air. meant to. Yeah. Right. yeah. So I mean, you could totally get like a a camper. Um, they they have those inflatable mattresses too. If you don't want to get an air lounger, um, yeah, those are those are useful. But you'll see a lot of people in air hammocks. A lot. Hmm. And and once I did see somebody sleeping in. An, uh, a queen air mattress and I was like how is that allowed because they basically yeah, how they bring that in there? yeah they basically tape off the line and you're supposed to fit within those line barrier like uh, boundaries um, mm-hmm. they took up two sections of the line <laughs> I'm like how does how is that allowed and then they say um, don't leave your stuff unattended but somebody totally like left their chairs there and we didn't see them until like 7 a.m and what yeah i'm like you cheaters <laughs> they just put the, the chairs there and they, it came back later huh? yeah yeah they trusted people i can't believe people actually let them do that you know? i mean disney people they're disney folk yeah. you know yeah so they're not gonna say much right yeah okay <laughs> but yeah don't well, don't be those people obey the rules yeah, don't. <laughs> yeah. Don't. please don't yeah it just makes it not so fun for the rest of us who yeah. are actually waiting in the line yeah, you, you, it's part of the experience. It's part of the bonding. Um, and about like 6 a.m. or so during the overnight lines, they start playing like uh, movies. Whoa. So Yeah. So one year, I think it was 2017, they started playing um, Moana and it got to the village scene. And were people singing? Yeah, we totally were singing. And then, <laughs> and, and then you know how it goes, the coconuts, the what? Yeah. Like, yeah. We were all singing, and then we all looked at each other and said, the what? <laughs> and we started cracking up, because, you know, Disney folk. Yeah. So, yeah. It's a lot of fun. All right. So, I mean, I know you mentioned the basement that we're probably going to do for the overnight. Um, do you suggest we bring sweaters? Yes. It gets okay. very cold, like I said before. They they do not turn down that AC. They blast it. Um they also, if you're very sensitive to the light, I, I uh, highly encourage you to bring like a sleeping mask if you're trying to get some shut eye, because um, mm. they're fluorescent lights and they don't they don't dim. Okay. Yeah. Well, this sounds like a very informative for us and our listeners here. Um, anything you want to add before we uh, close this episode, Marissa? Mm. They do have um, bathrooms in that basement. Um, so just like 
lines get really long early, early, or like around 6, 7 a.m. Um, so if you're trying to beat that crowd, I would try because it, it becomes like a, a really long, crazy line. Um, and they have a small cafe down there. They start serving at 6.37. So there's breakfast and coffee. So just try to make it through the night and there'll be provisions if, if uh, worse comes to worse. So, I mean, that in theory, we could save our spot in line, get the food, then come back in line, right? Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, there's four of us. And if, like I said, if you make friends with people in line, they totally are cool about it. Um, we met friends that were, so they were, they were trying to get us into the D23, um, gold member line because they oh. had family, um, they had family passes, but the, their whole family wasn't there. Um, but we, we wanted to honor the other people. So we, we didn't, Kay and I didn't do it. So. Okay. Wow. Well, that sounds That's fun. pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Nelson, anything you want to say to our, um, listeners about, D23 Expo here? Is it the 22nd yet? <laughs> <laughs> that is a good question. <laughs> no, I'm pretty excited. Um, I mean, I'm definitely still cautious because I, I kind of have an inkling of what to expect uh, crowd-wise. And, um, yeah, just looking forward to just experiencing it because, yeah, like you, Micah, it's going to be my first time going. So lots to take in. Lots to experience, lots to see, so looking forward to it overall. Yeah, same here. First time, and, you know, it's, it should be fun. All right, so, um, Rissa, any closing thoughts for our listeners, just to close out? Yeah, um, I hope to see you guys there at D23 Expo. Um, I'll be wearing my, my backpack or some version of it since it's modular, um, so keep an eye out for that logo, and um, be sure to stop by and say hi. Yeah. And uh, Nelson, uh, you want to say anything to our listeners to close here? Yeah, thanks, guys, for dropping by again this week. Um, again, like I was saying earlier, definitely looking forward to uh, checking out D23 for the first time. And, um, yeah, also like what Rissa said, hope to see you guys there. And uh, don't don't be afraid to say hi. <laughs> so, yeah, we are going to be representing our podcast. Uh, not sure if it's allowed, but maybe we'll see you guys and give you guys our card so you can check out our platforms of social media and YouTube as well. Um, so thank you for listening and for tuning in. If you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe to on using your favorite podcast app. And also don't forget to keep your watches synced to Disney time. See ya. Bye. Later. Disney.